Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Today we want to discuss Mandalay. Now we have written two really good articles that are on our website, the American Intelligence Media, which you can find at www.aimfortruth.org. That's the number four in the middle. Um, and so if you find this conversation we're having interesting, please read the articles. They're even better. Thomas, You've ranted and raved for days, so what is left in you to talk about? <laughs> you mean in terms of this Mandalay massacre? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me frame that. But, you know, this is all your fault again. As, as you it always is my fault. You radicalized <laughs> me and the whole conclave to become oh, your... yeah. Everybody wants to know about you and the conclave. You want to say a few words about the conclave? We are slaves to Betsy and her team and right. Aim for Truth org and Truth News Headlines, we are all addicted. We don't even speak to one another until we've uh, read everything on Truth News Headlines as it comes out. Because Betsy and her team gather up all the best news. You cannot find that news. We're pretty smart people. We can't find all that news. I mean, we, we look at each other and when we're speaking, we say, have you not read this morning's Truth News Headlines? Are you kidding? Did you not read the article that showed that, that everything that Thomas just said about the fake Yamashita gold, now they all of a sudden... The Chinese gold reserves are going up 7,000 tons. <laughs> Did 12, we not predict tons. that? Did we not? Yes. You know, it's just so beautiful. But that's only because you turned us on to oh, that. Thank so, you. Thank you. I try it very hard. We get up early in the morning. We go to all the best places because we want to get the cutting edge news out to our readers. Well, you and State of the Nation radicalized us because we started realizing that if we would actually put out some effort and stop just complaining and grumping all the time as a bunch of... Uh, old men who used to work for the government uh, and to actually do something about it, write an article, try to educate people, try to help wake people up. So what we did, you said to me days ago when this happened, would you please look at this? And I said, no. I know you did. I wouldn't look at and it. And I kept saying, but look at this picture. Look at this one. I said, no. No. I'm not going to look at them. This is just like when you radicalize me by um, over at your house and you say to me, would you please, please, please tell me what's going on in San Bernardino? And I said, you know, I hate the news. You know, I hate the outside world. I don't want to look at any of that. But no, I can tell you, all but, I can tell you right now is it's not what I've heard from little pieces from the mainstream You know how media. I got you. I said, look at this trash can. Let's see this trash can. Exactly. Why would that trash can be in the middle of a curb on a street? Typically, when I roll out my big trash can, it's right at the end of my driveway. And then if you look in this picture, the trash can is gone. And that got you. And that was the beginning of looking at what this these false flags are about in the United States, at least for us. That's what did it for me. You showed me a picture. I didn't look at the picture for more than a quarter of a second, and I said, well, that's fake. Nobody puts their trash can on a white picket fence 400 yards from any house. That's staged. That was just a marker. Mm -hmm. And then look at the marker on the ground, and, and, and look at this, and look at that, and wait a second. That isn't the way bullets break windows in a car. Wait, wait. That's not a body. Can't you see? That's not a body. That isn't a body at all. Look at the way the leg is turned. That's okay, not human. okay. No, no, no. This Let's... is exactly the whole point of the Mandalay thing. You have nailed it. So I said, oh, my God. That is so fake. It makes me want to throw up. And, you, and then I said, well, all right. Let me look at another one. And we're looking at the black, what are those things called? Those black um, 
big uh, suburbans, okay? We're looking at the black suburban. You're so still talking about Bernardino. This is San Bernardino. And I look at the next one, and it's a different one. And it's been shot up, and it's in a different place. And I go, oh, come on now. So I look at the next one and find five different black suburbans shot up in different places in different ways at different times, and everything is bad. Everything is bad. And I'm just going, okay, I can't read. I don't even need to read anything here, Betsy. This is fake. Look at this. And then you said, okay, I said, blah, blah, I'm going to do, do the research and let's get an article And somehow out. you talked to the people from one of your connections, Millennial Report, Millennium Report, I think, and they said, write an article. So you made me write an article, and then you took the article, made it a hundred times better. Uh, after I talked to all of my friends, who then became the Conclave, and then we put this out, and it became a smash hit on Ben and every place else. Uh, you know, lots and lots and lots of people read it. So we realized, well, by golly, maybe we can affect people. Maybe we can teach them how to observe a false flag and determine one. So we did the research on percept manage, uh, perception management, on how to create a, a neural network narrative, how to manipulate narratives, how to manipulate them with images, with subliminal sounding, with videos, with limiting videos. So we became very good at analyzing these things. And so what happened was, after a few of these happened, the public that were reading these from us used our own 12-point step analysis to demonstrate that one false flag after the next was fake. So you asked me to look at Mandalay. I didn't want to. To be quite frank with you, I believe there really was a massacre there. I believe there's no way you could possibly fake 650 people being shot by high-powered wep with high-powered weapons out in public. And so I said, you know, I wouldn't even look at it. And then you ask another day, and I'm like, no, I, I don't make me look at this. <laughs> so then you showed then, me then one I picture. Said, you I'm showed not... me one picture, and I said, that's fake. And you said, how can you know that's fake? I said, blah, 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 blah. 14 points on the first picture she showed me. That's fake. I don't know about anything else, but I can tell you that's staged and that's faked. Then I knew the dog had a scent. He was on the <laughs> path, ladies. So I got the hell out of the way, and he researched and researched, was on the phone with his buddies, and we put out these two great articles, and now we want to wrap it up if we can ever get to the point on this audio. Uh, getting to the point. Well, there is no point here. We wrote an article that tried to teach people how to observe the truth, how to, uh, or between truth and falsehood news. So truth news is what we're all about. But, and we've been teaching people about fake news, and so we were showing them how to analyze this. Well, I can give you the final analysis of the article, but that, I don't think that's the issue. The issue here is we wanted to teach people, use your eyes. When you see a picture, and it's framed, and it's beautifully shot, like all of the pictures that are now the memes for this, I'm calling it Mandalay Massacre, in parentheses, because it's a question whether it really is, so the memes that they're using, those photo opportunities, if you go and you analyze them, you will realize that anybody that would have shot that that was from the mainstream media would have had an attribute and would have made money from those pictures. Those are all pictures that are staged. You notice that people who are in them, all the guys have black hats on. One Not guy, all the guys. There are guys that have black hats on that look like the directors on the ground. That's what I mean. Those are the but you directors. you said all the guys. Anyone wearing a black hat that, that night was probably, highly likely, one of the crisis actor-directors. Now, I don't believe there was any more than 35, 
35 crisis actors. This is easy to pull off, and I don't believe it was pulled off. This is my opinion. I don't believe it was pulled off by the government like Obama pulled off so many before. I do believe that we had to look at the real intent here. What is the intent? The intent is to blame everyone. White supremacists, old dudes taking drugs, uh, Antifa, because they say Antifa was in his room. We can blame Dubai World, the the uh, the Arabs who actually own half of the MGM resorts, all not of, just that hotel. Uh, exactly, all twelve mm -hmm. of the MGM. Uh, what's it called? Resorts. MGM. It's MGM resorts. Resorts. Half is owned by Dubai World, and here's a picture of the guy, the killers, supposed the shooter's supposedly a girlfriend, who's actually a hostess, not a girlfriend. You know what that means. So no, I don't, Thomas. What does that mean? That means she's a legal prostitute in Reno, where he met her and she lived, and then in his house in, in Las Vegas. That's what, He's Just a whale. Mm -hmm. He's a whale. He gets those rooms for free. He checked in with her ID. He used her ID to play the slots. He was there for five days. He wasn't there for two days. These things are all well known and have been documented. Look at what we put out. And so also one Mandalay security guard was shot. Are we hearing anything about him? One police officer was shot in Mandalay Hotel. Are we hearing anything about them? If you listen to uh, the, um, the police uh, broadcast, their um, dispatcher, it, it, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes any sense except the following. Whoever did this did a good job to involve people who weren't even who were wearing police uniforms that weren't official. Everyone involved, the crisis actors, it's the same people in all the same stage photos. They were in control of the lights of the stage. They were in control of the sound of what seemed to be a 50 caliber machine gun going off from the stage, also a strobe light and the sound of a 50 caliber machine gun going off from the Mandalay fourth floor hotel, which there's proof of, and no no weapon fire or muzzle blast coming from the 32nd floor. So it's, it's extremely confusing. We don't have answers, but we can show you how to find the discrepancies to the point that the circumstantial evidence is clear evidence that this is not... For example, you have to get oh, you have to get above time and space when you look at these things, um, listeners, because you can't really tell in some of these pictures if they were taken during that event on Sunday night. They may have been taken a few days earlier, where it was claimed that there were drills ongoing in Las Vegas, and we put this in our articles, and you will see that during the drills and the pictures that and videos that were taken during the drills looked very familiar to the ones that were provided to us in the internet for that Sunday night event. And a year ago, uh, August fifth, two thousand sixteen, they had an active shooter drill uh, shooting up an outdoor concert and that was admitted not only is there proof of that and we show a video of that uh, on the news uh, Las Vegas news but also we um, there's proof that on the uh, on the 27th uh, September 27th there was a drill in Las Vegas um, plus we have pointed out that they have improved so we're pretty sure that our way to teach you, how to see a false flag is now being studied uh, by the NSA, CIA, FBI, because they've gotten a little bit smarter. Uh, if it was them, 
or even if it wasn't them, whoever conducted it got a little bit smarter in some areas. But what they forgot to do was intercept all the videos being taken by people with their iPhones, which conclusively proved that every single video, except one fake one, everyone is saying it's firecrackers. Not a single person has been shot. You, I have not seen one single picture of a shot person. I was in the military during the Vietnam. I know what people look like when they get shot. I know what happens. None of that happened. I found no evidence in a day and a half of looking at every single thing on the internet, no evidence whatsoever that anyone was shot, no wounded, no wounded carried out, no ambulance doors open, no stretchers with people on them, on and on and on and on and on. Now, when we look at a false flag, the reason that we want to call it out really quickly um, and we don't want to look necessarily behind and see what the motive or the agenda is, is because we want to wake up as many people as possible, as soon as possible, before the image is set into their brain that they actually believe the event. So that's why we have been like a bear getting these articles out in this audio to make sure that as many folks as possible are awake. And explain why. Because in at 9-11, we were mesmerized by what we saw on television to the point that we were so brainwashed. Or even with Sandy Hook. I have friends that totally abandoned me when I said, you know, no one died at Sandy Hook. They were so brainwashed they couldn't even listen to me say those words. That's why if you watch any of the mainstream media, there's subliminal programming going on. Remember, they're nothing more than parrots for the Associated Press. That's where the pictures came from, anonymous photographers. That's where the stories came from, anonymous people. Even interviews do not identify who, what station it is that's, that's speaking to the person. The only person they spent any time with was a fake dude who was not upset whatsoever, not a tear, not a, a single feeling was expressed, supposedly a fireman from L.A., from Venice Beach, who pronounced 20 people dead. And then he said, he said in the interview, this is just unbelievable that anyone could hear this and then still allow it to be aired. But part the part of the deal is to create confusion, a cloud of confusion, so you don't know what to believe. So there really is no real definitive narrative. No one knows because there's so much confusion. So they asked this guy, you know, what did you do? He's nowhere near it. It's right after the event. And he's saying calmly that he's a mile away and that he just watched somebody drag some wounded person a mile up to where he was at before they got help. And he's standing there talking to an interviewer a mile from the event and says that he pronounced 20 people dead on the, on, in the field that were near the stage and then drug, single-handedly, drug their body up the steps into a room to keep them sequestered for some reason. Okay, you know, this is just hogwash. But the point is, is if we keep pointing out all these anomalies, then one of them may stick with somebody and they wake up and go, okay, there's a question about the authenticity of this event. That's all we want to do. Make sure to put a question in your head so that you don't create this narrative and get it so fixed in your mind you can't see beyond it. Because as the days and the weeks begin to unfold, folks, we're going to see what the real agenda is. The bigger the lie, the easier it is to get people to believe it because they can't believe that it would happen. They can't believe that there could be people involved, crisis actors. They can't believe that police are involved where they may not be. They may be fake police. They can't believe because they heard the uh, uh, police dispatch. That could be fake. Everything that is handed out is handed out to all the agencies, all the mainstream media, all at the same time. They all report the same thing. 
Where are there investigative journalists? Even though New York Times, in less than 24 hours, for what, two dozen people, had beautiful, beautiful personal stories written by very good journalists with quotes from listen, every person's family, listen, quotes about when they me, died. Let me say something about that. The, the event took place on Sunday. In the New York Times the next day were all the pictures of, you know, maybe 20 to 25 people with their backstories, what their teacher said about them, where what they had been doing earlier in the day. I'm like, this is, I can't believe anybody would believe this stuff. And there are no pictures of anybody helping anybody except the staged photos with the same people in them over and over again. And then those people are over at the refreshment stand afterwards getting refreshments. And standing in a group, look like they're laughing and talking and they're on their phones with supposedly, you know, dead people in the foreground and dead people on the field out there. And, and they don't know if the shots have stopped and now the lights are on again. It's like the lights came on and the bodies are gone. Why? Because a dude from Venice Beach dragged the dead bodies into a room to sequester them. Really? That's the mainstream okay. media story? Okay, Thomas, I'm going to have the links of these two articles in the box below so if you're interested in knowing more of these details read it but let's get beyond what's the next thing that we need to be watching for lies and how to have discernment when inf disinformation is coming at you so rapidly for instance some people aren't going to like the, what i'm going to say i'm sorry tough luck alex jones and his show is saying that people sent him pictures that are 100% convinced him that people were shot because they were wicked, awful bullet wounds, okay? And and he's he's just all upset about it. You know, he's convinced that people were killed. It may have been a false flag for false reasons, but people were killed. Then, what's his name, Steve? Pachinik. Pachinik comes on and says, nobody died, not a single person was shot. That's a fact. I know that absolutely. So here's Alex going, but, 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 I saw the pictures. There was... A couple videos that were that were made by crisis actors where there were some bloody looking people, but then they went blank and the lights went out and they were all, you couldn't really tell what you were seeing. There were also some pictures of a pit of dead people who, for some reason, they were dead, they were shot, but they had their shirts off. So I guess while they were falling to the ground, they took their shirts off. And there's they're all dead, except for a couple people who are lying down with their shirts off, trying to act like they're dead. So, but that's all blurry. So I don't know, maybe Alex saw those and he's just overreacting, but Steve Pagenik, who tends to be somebody who has the inside track because he was a psyops evil dude working for the evilest dudes in Washington, D.C. So when he tells you something, he has experience behind it. He's not just bloviating. So when he says nobody was shot, nobody died, there were no wounded, you have to sit back and realized that he just confronted Alex Jones, who was an alarmist, who said, oh my God, uh, we're all going to be shot. Now let's go to the Democrats. The Democrats said, uh, bump stock. Oh my gosh, anybody can get an AR-15 and make it a machine gun. Incorrect. Bump stocks don't work. They're basically for play. You install them, you use them until they jam, and you take them off. Nobody in battle ever used a bump stock. Nobody trying to murder people, would put a bump stock. All that is is a spring that makes the trigger go fast on an AR-15. An AR-15 will shoot as fast as your finger can make it go. There's no need to make it into an automatic weapon. Plus, 
anyone like our, myself or the Conclave who have been in the military know that if you're using an AR-15, which is just like an M16, you shoot around a magazine of 30 and it overheats. It is No, you have to have an M50 if you want a machine gun. And then it has to have a chain feeding the bullets. And then it gets overheated. It's even made so that the, the heat can be distributed, and but they get overheated. I've fired M50 many times. Okay, let's not talk about your war history and all the guns you used. The point is, is that some silly people are saying, oh, uh, a 308 bullet or a 225 or AR-15 can't reach that far 400 yards. No, they go a mile and a half. If the bullet even comes near you, it's going to leave a wound. And if it hits your body... You will be destroyed. And anyone who sees someone who's been hit by one of those military, militarized bullets okay, darling. will never, ever Let's get, back on get over it because okay. you fight or flight. Okay, so the Democrats are talking about bump stock. Oh, and they're talking about silencers. like Right. Because now they want you to believe that anytime you're in the open, near a tall building, somebody with a silencer and a bump stock is going to get a, on a, an AR-15 and they're going to kill everyone. And you won't notice it because the silencer won't let you hear it and everyone will just be falling and you won't know why or where it's coming from, blah, and you're all going to die. Okay. So, Incorrect. Silencers don't so work on... So gun grab. The Democrats Silencers don't grab. work on even an AR-15 when you use it rapidly, let alone a machine gun. They, they melt into pieces. So that's a complete lie. This is them attempting to get the two bills that are on the Congress floor right now, which say we're going back to the Second Amendment the way it was written, and you get to carry guns across state line, and you get to buy a gun any darn time you want, and you don't have to register with the government because that would defeat the very purpose of having militias. The reason the Second Amendment is there is to have a militia that can stand up against the government's corrupt tyranny. government. Thank you. It's not about hunting deer in your backyard. It's about protecting our rights. And so if you don't have the weapon that the enemy is using you lose. That's the way that that works. That's why our police have now been given military weapons, and that's why you see them even during the Mandalay thing you saw. Military weapons, military vehicles come out. Uh, you but see, the globalists really have to be concerned about the number of guns in the United States, and not just the number of guns, but that we have the world's premier military men and women in retirement, and they know how to use these guns. They've got to get the guns away from us for their new world order to roll right over us. Absolutely. And the reason, uh, I don't know if it was the reason, but the effect of having a guy with 43 weapons, only one of those was reported to be a pistol, and, uh, and the makings for bombs and the makings of other explosives, Basically, what they're trying to tell us is that even the illegal laws, even registration, none of that is good enough. You need to grab all long rifles, as they call them, all long guns, as they call them, all rifles, basically, because that's what could stop the, ro the Atlas robot coming to your door, collecting your weapon and or arresting you, that you have to have military grade weapons if you're going to fight. The military and we now know that the department of defense because the ndaa and obama allows the department of defense and the uh, and the cia and the nsa to work in america against americans and now the un's heavy equipment has come into the modern uh, every major metropolitan area through the strong cities initiative and here's the bottom line and this is the second to last thing i'm going to say about this unless you have other questions or things that get me all worked up 
is that the reason for this, the effect of it, excuse me, the effect of this is to say, take all the guns, squash the two bills on the Congress floor, and go back to Obama's illegal signing of the United Nations Small Arms Treaty, which he signed without the approval of Congress, which says all small arms are collected. Four, 14 of the 17 countries who have signed it have all had their weapons taken from their homes with UN troops helping the countries confiscate the guns. How come that was never reported anywhere? They want to do it in America. It's all set up to do it. And this is an opportunity for that. Whether that was done for that reason or not, we don't know. But we do believe that it wasn't the government and that Trump knows nothing about this because every time they do a government-sponsored one, they have the planes above the city intercepting the cell towers so that they can stop the videos from phones going out. The videos from phones conclusively prove every single one of them, folks, except the two from Crisis Actors that I saw, everyone said, it's firecrackers, it's fake. And then they finally said, no, it's coming from the speakers from behind the stage. And some people who were near Mandalay said it was coming from the fourth floor, the, the, the strobe and the sound, which is true. But nobody with a phone recorded anybody with a hole in them from a bullet, wounded being carried on stretchers, a single ambulance in motion. Okay, I, so who did President Trump visit in the hospital when he went to... Las Vegas. The pictures I saw were, looked as fake as can be. The lady with the wound on her neck that looks so friggin' happy to see Trump that that she she looks like she just stepped out of the beauty parlor, okay? So they all had to sign non-disclosure forms to be crisis actors, and that included uh, whispering in the president's ear, hey, I'm a crisis actor, how did I do? <laughs> well, the people who signed these things... Basically, it says they go to jail for the rest of their life and they'll never be heard of and they'll be fined and they'll come after their family for the fine. So they think they're going in for a little acting job and then when they get there, this is what's loaded This on is them. job security. These uh -huh. are the same actors going from city to city. Yeah. Okay? So when you look at the people who were doing uh, the he heroic activities, same people as always. That's Literally. True. It's Boston true. There were Massacre. a couple of pictures. I went, gonna, I've seen that woman. It's going to come out. Several, well, yes. you said it. You kept saying the picture of the guy helping the two girls run. Yes. Where have I seen that picture Because before? minutes before he had a hat on and he was helping other people run from the same yeah, exact spot. No, I've seen it in he another He was carrying a wounded woman and he is very, uh, looks a lot like uh, one of the heroes who was right near the guy in the wheelchair during the Boston bombing to me. Now, we have experts out there in the citizen journalism that will go and analyze who these people are. But if you don't get past the shock effect, the propaganda, the narrative that they're selling, and if you don't get past, you see, the most powerful narrative includes all things. It includes God, includes the divine, it includes attacks on you because you're religious. Now it's attacks on you because you're a Trumpite and you're a conservative Christian who likes country music Basically now... No, 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 no. Because it's also attack against Antifa people because this guy had Antifa uh, flyers in his room. So I said to you, Thomas, I said, look, they're trying to hit everybody here. So whoever put this false flag on is above the left and the right. They're above the government because, uh, to your point about the helicopters and, and the t cell phones still working and things like that, it's, it's higher than that. And so that's why we keep coming back to this UN gun grab. Absolutely. 
And you're exactly right. It, it covers all bases. They want to get the guns away from everybody. Left, yeah. right, KKK, Antifa, Trump supporters, Hillary. They want all the guns. This shooter was everything. Yes. He was the whole ball of wax. But let me tell you. Okay, and then wrap it up for us. This is the last thing what one of our conclave members says. And uh, very interesting. Don't know. It's speculative. We'll say it right now. Speculative. I don't know if I believe this, but boy, it sure does make sense. Look at his biography. This is a guy who his brother said owned uh, two pistols. He never saw him use them and a shotgun that was locked up in a safe. Does that sound like a gun freak? Well, let's look at his history. He was in a federal job as a mailman. Oh, then he became an accountant and worked for the IRS, another federal job. Oh, then he became an accountant working for the most criminal corporation in the military industrial complex. Everyone knows this. They steal trillions. Lockheed Martin. Of course, that's where James Comey worked and got them out of the last $2.3 trillion ripoff. Here's what they do just as a sideline. We order planes. They don't deliver them. That's where the money went. They got paid. We got no planes. We got. We didn't get the equipment. This is called accounting. That's why it's always accounting errors in the Pentagon. So, he worked for Lockheed Martin just for two years. And then lo and friggin' behold, he becomes a multimillionaire buying and selling real estate in and around Las Vegas. Was he running those uh, weapons up there? Was he doing some kind of He was running? obviously a patsy for Lockheed Martin. And yes, he was probably in this case either doing his standard delivery of weapons that were more than... Because the, the serial numbers demonstrate from some sources that they weren't his weapons. So was he He was simply delivering a batch of weapons? Fine. Uh, he wouldn't do it in a friggin' hotel room. I think he was set up, but the point is he could have been a gun runner. And then you have to look at the Mandalay and the ownership of the Mandalay because they permitted this activity to take place. All these guns being shuffled up in that room with the amazing security that these casinos had. So someone higher up at that hotel was complicit in this. Oh, the security had to be. There's no higher security and surveillance than in a casino. So oh, these things couldn't happen. But it's 50% owned by Dubai who? World. Dubai. Wow. And where Muslims. was his girlfriend? Oh, in Dubai. Someone took the picture. Yeah. Who took the picture of yeah. his girlfriend no, in Dubai? No, I don't buy this at all. Okay, is that it? Well, yes, but let's be positive about this. If we're correct in some of our assumptions and some of the scenarios we painted, and maybe you will agree if you look at the pictures and listen to the videos and use your own eyes and ears and your own heart to make a determination. If we are correct, then hallelujah, just like at Sandy Hook, nobody died. Hallelujah, just like at San Bernardino, nobody died. By the way, have we ever seen... Well, the Patsies died. The Patsy always gets killed okay, because that's why sure. the case is closed. Because you said everybody doesn't... Everybody... And well, I just want to clarify. Okay. The Adam, Adam Lanza in, in Sandy Hook did not die. He appeared at the Pulse yes, nightclub scenario it was, uh, later saying his sister was But the at San Bernardino, the Muslims look like that they did. They were shot. Uh, maybe. Maybe. There were, okay. there were supposedly dead bodies on the ground outside of the different black SUVs. None of them were convincing to me. But their lawyer said that they were found still handcuffed in the back seat of an SUV shot to death. That's correct. So that's the story I believe. Okay, but all right, I'm sorry I interrupted you, Thomas, but when you say everybody, we got to clarify that because then I'll get folks down there clarifying it for you in the comment box. The shooter was shot in, okay. in Mandalay uh, from the pictures. 
because of the, you know the blood stains and so on and so forth, it looks authentic. Even though, as you pointed out, huh, there is no picture of the exit wound. So it oh no is, no no, I want to just it, show people there are two photos. There's two photos. There's one where you don't see his face. He's lying on the floor. The rifle is over his left leg. Then you see another shot, totally different, where it's from like his upper chest up, a bullet hole in his head, and then you see a small handgun over his head. Of course, you begin to say, well, now how did he do that? Did he shoot himself in the face and then threw the gun behind him? <laughs> or, you know, and then the one with the rifle, is that supposed to be the same guy? You said there was one shooter, but I've got two pictures, and if I put those two pictures together, this is what I have. Let me explain. You have a guy. He had a pistol in his hand, and he also had a rifle. And then he shot one or both of them, and one laid on top of his leg. The other one went behind his head. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Who They, they really think that their fluoride in the water has calcified <laughs> our pineal glands to that point. Yes, they do, because it's so obvious. Because, first off, they contaminated the crime scene by getting those videos with no one in there, what do? What, well, so, who took the pictures and distributed the them to the public? These were not police officers. No, they were this, leaked. Hey, I want to hear from somebody from the Las Vegas Police Department. Are those the uniforms you wear? Are those the cars you drive? Is this a procedures you use to solve a crime? This is not what I saw on crime scene investigators all these years. Come on, we're the Las Vegas officials to stand out and say, these are. this is not our operation. Where do you get a yellow fire truck with no markings on There's it? There's no markings on any of the cars that say Las Vegas. If you look at their uniforms, they're pathetic uniforms. This is These are not official EMTs, police officers, and firemen. But yet, everyone in the world thinks that that's you folks in Las Vegas and that's your team of people that are protecting you. And yet, if you count them all up, if you count the 35 crisis actors, there probably weren't more than another 35 supposed officials who were not a single one of them was in a crisp, a crisp starched uniform. Not one. Not one had a helmet on. I mean, not one had proper gear. No identification, as you pointed out. The police cars didn't have Las Vegas on it. Where, where did that... As you said, Hollywood props come from. Where, where did they get this stuff? All right, Thomas, that's it for today's video. I know you're going to have more, and we'll just uh, sit down for another session in a few days. Thank you, Betsy. Showed me a picture. I didn't look at the picture for more than a quarter of a second, and I said, well, that's fake. Nobody puts their trash can on a white picket fence 400 yards from any house that's staged that was just a marker mm -hmm. and then look at the marker on the ground and, and and look at this and look at that and wait a second that isn't the way bullets break windows in a car wait wait that's not a body can't you see that's not a body that isn't a body at all look at the way the leg is turned that's okay not human. okay no 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 this Let's... is exactly the whole point of the mandalay thing you have nailed it so i said oh my god that is so fake. It makes me want to throw up. And you, and then I said, well, all right, let me look at another one. And we're looking at the black, what are those things called? Those black um, big uh, Suburbans, okay? We're looking at the black Suburban. You're so still talking about Bernardino. This is San Bernardino. And I look at the next one, and it's a different one. And it's been shot up, and it's in a different place. And I go, oh, come on now. 
So I look at the next one and find five different black suburbans shot up in different places in different ways at different times. And everything is bad. Everything is bad. And I'm just going, okay, I can't read. I don't even need to read anything here. Betsy, this is fake. Look at this. And then you said, okay, I said, blah, blah, I'm going to do, do the research and let's get an article. And somehow out. you talked to the people from one of your connections, Millennial Report, Millennium Report, I think. And they said, write an article. So you made me write an article and then you took the article, made it a hundred times better. Uh, after I talked to all of my friends who then became the Conclave. And then we put this out and it became a smash hit on Ben and every place else. Uh, you know, lots and lots and lots of people read it. So we realized... Well, by golly, maybe we can affect people. Maybe we can teach them how to observe a false flag and determine one. So we did the research on perception management, on how to create a a neural network narrative, how to manipulate narratives, how to manipulate them with images, with subliminal sounding, with videos, with limiting videos. So we became very good at analyzing these things. And so what happened was, after a few of these happened, the public that were reading these from us used our own... 12-point step analysis to demonstrate that one false flag after the next was fake. So you asked me to look at Mandalay. I didn't want to. To be quite frank with you, I believe there really was a massacre there. I believe there's no way you could possibly fake 650 people being shot by high-powered wep- with high-powered weapons out in public. And so I said, you know, I wouldn't even look at it. And then you ask another day, and I'm like, no, I, I don't make me look at this. <laughs> so then you showed then, me then one I picture. Said, you I'm showed not... me one picture, and I said, that's fake. And you said, how can you know that's fake? I said, blah, 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 blah. Also, we, um, there's proof that on the, uh, on the 27th, uh, September 27th, there was a drill in Las Vegas. Um, plus, we have pointed out that they have improved. So we're pretty sure that our way to teach you how to see a false flag is now being studied uh, by the NSA, CIA, FBI, because they've gotten a little bit smarter. Uh, If it was them, or even if it wasn't them, whoever conducted it, got a little bit smarter in some areas. But what they forgot to do was intercept all the videos being taken by people with their iPhones, which conclusively proved that every single video, except one fake one, Everyone is saying it's firecrackers. Not a single person has been shot. I have not seen one single picture of a shot person. I was in the military during the Vietnam. I know what people look like when they get shot. I know what happens. None of that happened. I found no evidence in a day and a half of looking at every single thing on the internet, no evidence whatsoever that anyone was shot. No wounded, no wounded carried out, no ambulance doors open, no stretchers with people on them. On and on and on and on and on. Now, when we look at a false flag, the reason that we want to call it out really quickly, um, and we don't want to look necessarily behind and see what the motive or the agenda is, is because we want to wake up as many people as possible, as soon as possible, before the images set into their brain that they actually believe the event. So that's why we have been like a bear getting these articles out in this audio to make sure that as many folks as possible are awake. And explain why. Because in night at 9-11, we were mesmerized by what we saw on television to the point that we were so brainwashed. Or even with Sandy Hook, I have friends that totally abandoned me when I said, you know, no one died at Sandy Hook. They were so brainwashed, they couldn't even listen to me say those words. 
That's why if you watch any of the mainstream media, there's subliminal programming going on. Remember, they're nothing more than parrots for the Associated Press. That's where the pictures came from, anonymous photographers. That's where the stories came from, anonymous people. Even interviews do not identify who, what station it is that's, that's speaking to the person. The only person they spent any time with was a fake dude who was not upset whatsoever, not a tear, not a, a single feeling was expressed, supposedly a fireman from L.A., from Venice Beach, who pronounced 20 people dead. And then he said, he said in the interview, this is just unbelievable that anyone could hear this and then still allow it to be aired. But part the part of the deal is to create confusion, a cloud of confusion, so you don't know what to believe. So there really is no real definitive narrative. No one knows because there's so much confusion. So they asked this guy, you know, what did you do? He's nowhere near it. It's right after the event. And he's saying, calm. This is easy to pull off, and I don't believe it was pulled off. This is my opinion. I don't believe it was pulled off by the government like Obama pulled off so many before. I do believe that we had to look at the real intent here. What is the intent? The intent is to blame everyone. White supremacist old dudes taking drugs, uh, Antifa, because they say Antifa was in his room. We can blame Dubai World, the... The, uh, the Arabs who actually own half of the... MGM resorts, all not of, just that hotel. Uh, exactly. All 12 mm -hmm. of the MGM... Uh, what's it called? Resorts. MGM... It's MGM resorts. Resorts. Half is owned by Dubai World. And here's a picture of the guy, the killer's... Supposed, the shooter's supposedly a girlfriend who's actually a hostess, not a girlfriend. You know what that means. So no, I don't, Thomas. What does that mean? That means she's a legal prostitute in Reno, where he met her and she lived, and then in his house in, in Las Vegas. That's what, He's Just a whale. Mm -hmm. He's a whale. He gets those rooms for free. He checked in with her ID. He used her ID to play the slots. He was there for five days. He wasn't there for two days. These things are all well known and have been documented. Look at what we put out. And so also one Mandalay security guard was shot. Are we hearing anything about him? One police officer was shot in Mandalay Hotel. Are we hearing anything about them? If you listen to uh, the, um, the police uh, broadcast, their um, dispatcher, it, it, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes any sense except the following. Whoever did this did a good job to involve people who weren't even, who were wearing police uniforms that weren't official. Everyone involved, the crisis actors, it's the same people in all the same stage photos. They were in control of the lights of the stage. They were in control of the sound of what seemed to be a 50 caliber machine gun going off from the stage, also a strobe light and the sound of a 50 caliber machine gun going off from the Mandalay fourth floor hotel, which there's proof of, and no, no weapon fire or muzzle blast coming from the 32nd floor. So it's, it's extremely confusing. We don't have answers, but we can show you how to find the discrepancies to the point that the circumstantial evidence is clear evidence that this is not For example, you have, to get, you have to get above time and space when you look at these things, um, listeners, because 
you can't really tell in some of these pictures if they were taken during that event on Sunday night. They may have been taken a few days earlier where it was claimed that there were drills ongoing in Las Vegas. And we put this in our articles and you will see that during the drills and the pictures that and videos that were taken during the drills looked very familiar to the ones that were provided to us in the internet for that Sunday night. Can't you see? That's not a body. That isn't a body at all. Look at the way the leg is turned. That's okay, not human. okay. No, no, no. This Let's... is exactly the whole point of the Mandalay thing. You have nailed it. So I said, oh my God, that is so fake. It makes me want to throw up. And, you, and then I said, well, all right, let me look at another one. And we're looking at the black, what are those things called? Those black um, big uh, suburbans, okay? We're looking at the black suburban. You're so still talking about Bernardino. This is San Bernardino. And I look at the next one, and it's a different one. And it's been shot up, and it's in a different place. And I go, oh, come on now. So I look at the next one and find five different black suburbans shot up in different places in different ways at different times, and everything is bad. Everything is bad. And I'm just going, okay, I can't read. I don't even need to read anything here. Betsy, this is fake. Look at this. And then you said, okay, I said, blah, blah, I'm going to do, do the research and let's get an article And somehow out. you talked to the people from one of your connections, Millennial Report, Millennium Report, I think, and they said, write an article. So you made me write an article and then you took the article, made it a hundred times better. Uh, after I talked to all of my friends who then became the Conclave, and then we put this out and it became a smash hit on Ben and every place else, uh, you know, lots and lots and lots of people read it. So we realized... Well, by golly, maybe we can affect people. Maybe we can teach them how to observe a false flag and determine one. So we did the research on percep manage perception management, on how to create a, a neural network narrative, how to manipulate narratives, how to manipulate them with images, with subliminal sounding, with videos, with limiting videos. So we became very good at analyzing these things. And so what happened was, after a few of these happened, the public that were reading these from us used our own... 12-point step analysis to demonstrate that one false flag after the next was fake. So you asked me to look at Mandalay. I didn't want to. To be quite frank with you, I believe there really was a massacre there. I believe there's no way you could possibly fake 650 people being shot by high-powered with high-powered weapons out in public. And so I said, you know, I wouldn't even look at it. And then you ask another day, and I'm like, no, I, I don't make me look at this. <laughs> so then you showed then, me then one I picture. Said, you I'm showed not... me one picture, and I said, that's fake. And you said, how can you know that's fake? I said, blah, 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 blah. 14 points on the first picture she showed me. That's fake. I don't know about anything else, but I can tell you that's staged and that's faked. Then I knew the dog had a scent. He was on the <laughs> path, ladies. So I got the hell out of the way, and he researched and researched, was on the phone with his buddies, and we put out these two great articles, and now we want to wrap it up if we can ever get to the point on this audio. It's going, but, 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 I saw the pictures. There was a couple videos that were, that were made by crisis actors where there were some bloody-looking people, but then they went blank, and the lights went out, and they were all, you couldn't really tell what you were seeing. There were also some pictures of a pit of dead people who, for some reason, they were dead, they were shot, but they had their shirts off. So I guess why they were falling to the ground, they took their shirts off. And there's, they're all dead, except for a couple people who are lying down with their shirts off, trying to act like they're dead. 
So, but that's all blurry. So I don't know, maybe Alex saw those and he's just overreacting, but Steve Pagenik, who tends to be somebody who has the inside track because he was a psyops evil dude working for the evilest dudes in Washington, D.C. So when he tells you something, he has experience behind it. He's not just bloviating. So when he says nobody was shot, nobody died, there were no wounded, you have to sit back and realize that he just confronted Alex Jones, who was an alarmist, who said, oh my God, uh, we're all going to be shot. Now let's go to the Democrats. The Democrats said uh, bump stock. Oh my gosh, anybody can get an AR-15 and make it a machine gun. Incorrect. Bump stocks don't work. They're basically for play. You install them, you use them until they jam, and you take them off. Nobody in battle ever used a bump stock. Nobody trying to murder people would put a bump stock. All that is is a spring that makes the trigger go fast on an AR-15. An AR-15 will shoot as fast as your finger can make it go. There's no need to make it into an automatic weapon. Plus, anyone like our, myself or the Conclave who have been in the military know that if you're using an AR-15, which is just like an M16, you shoot around a magazine of 30 and it overheats. It is, no, you have to have an M50 if you want a machine gun. And then it has to have a chain feeding the bullets. And then it gets overheated. And it's even made so that the, the heat can be distributed, And but they get overheated. I've fired M50 many times. Okay, let's not talk about your war history and all the guns you used. The us. point is, is that some silly people are saying, oh, uh, a 308 bullet or a 225 or AR-15 can't reach that far 400 yards. No, they go a mile and a half. If the bullet even comes near you, it's going to leave a wound. And if it hits your body, you will be destroyed. And anyone who sees someone who's been hit by one of those militar militarized bullets okay, darling. will never, ever Let's get, back on get over it because okay. you fight or flight. Okay, so the Democrats are talking about bump stock. Oh, and they're talking about silencers. like right. Because now they want you to believe that anytime you're in the open... Near a tall building, somebody with a silencer and a bump stock is going to get a, on a, an AR-15, and they're going to kill everyone. And you won't notice Pentagon. So, he worked for Lockheed Martin just for two years, and then lo and friggin' behold, he becomes a multi-millionaire buying and selling real estate in and around Las Vegas. Was he running those uh, weapons up there? Was he doing some kind of He was running? obviously a patsy for Lockheed Martin. And yes, he was probably, in this case, either doing his standard delivery of weapons that were more than... Because the, the serial numbers demonstrate from some sources that they weren't his weapons. So was he, he was simply delivering a batch of weapons? Fine. Uh, he wouldn't do it in a friggin' hotel room. I think he was set up, but the point is he could have been a gun runner. And then you have to look at the Mandalay and the ownership of the Mandalay because they permitted this activity to take place. All these guns being shuffled up in that room with the amazing security that these casinos had. So someone higher up at that hotel was complicit in this. Oh, the security had to be. There's no higher security and surveillance than in a casino. So oh, these things couldn't happen. But it's 50% owned by Dubai who? World. Dubai. Wow. And where Muslims. was his girlfriend? Oh, in Dubai. Someone took the picture. Who yeah. took the picture of yeah. his girlfriend no, in Dubai? No, I don't buy this at all. Okay, is that it? Well, yes, but let's be positive about this. If we're correct in some of our assumptions and some of the scenarios we painted, 
And maybe you will agree if you look at the pictures and listen to the videos and use your own eyes and ears and your own heart to make a determination. If we are correct, then hallelujah, just like at Sandy Hook, nobody died. Hallelujah, just like at San Bernardino, nobody died. By the way, have we ever seen... Well, the patsies die. The patsy always gets killed okay, because that's why sure. the case is closed. Because you said everybody doesn't... Everybody... And well, I just want to clarify. Okay. The Adam, Adam Lanza in, in Sandy Hook did not die. He appeared at the Pulse yes, nightclub scenario it was, uh, later saying his sister was But the at San Bernardino, the Muslims look like that they did. They were shot. Uh, uh, maybe. Maybe. There were, okay. there were supposedly dead bodies on the ground outside of the different black SUVs. None of them were convincing to me. But their lawyer said that they were found still handcuffed in the back seat of an SUV shot to death. That's correct. So that's the story I believe. Okay, but all right, I'm sorry I interrupted you, Thomas, but when you say everybody, we got to clarify that because then I'll get folks down there clarifying it for you in the comment box. The shooter was shot in, okay. in Mandalay uh, from the pictures uh, because of you know the blood stains and so on and so forth. It looks authentic, even though, as you pointed out, Huh, there is no picture of the exit wound. So it Oh no, is, no, no. I want to just it, show people there's two photos. That was fake too. There's two photos. There's one where you don't see his face. He's lying on the floor. The rifle is over his left leg. Then you see we have been like a bear getting these articles out in this audio to make sure that as many folks as possible are awake and explain why. Because in night at 9-11, we were mesmerized by what we saw on television to the point that we were so brainwashed, or even with Sandy Hook. I have friends that totally abandoned me when I said, you know, no one died at Sandy Hook. They were so brainwashed, they couldn't even listen to me say those words. That's why if you watch any of the mainstream media, there's subliminal programming going on. Remember, they're nothing more than parrots for the Associated Press. That's where the pictures came from, anonymous photographers. That's where the stories came from, anonymous people. Even interviews do not identify who, what station it is that's, that's speaking to the person. The only person they spent any time with was a fake dude who was not upset whatsoever, not a tear, not a, a single feeling was expressed, supposedly a fireman from L.A., from Venice Beach, who pronounced 20 people dead. And then he said, he said in the interview, this is just unbelievable that anyone could hear this and then still allow it to be aired. But part the part of the deal is to create confusion, a cloud of confusion, so you don't know what to believe. So there really is no real definitive narrative. No one knows because there's so much confusion. So they asked this guy, you know, what did you do? He's nowhere near it. It's right after the event. And he's saying calmly that he's a mile away and that he just watched somebody drag some wounded person a mile up to where he was at before they got help. And he's standing there talking to an interviewer a mile from the event and says that he pronounced 20 people dead on the, on, in the field that were near the stage and then drug, single-handedly, drug their body up the steps into a room to keep them sequestered for some reason. Okay, you know, this is just hogwash. But the point is, is if we keep pointing out all these anomalies, then one of them may stick with somebody and they wake up and go, okay, there's a question about the authenticity of this event. That's all we want to do. Make sure to put a question in your head so that you don't create this narrative and get it so fixed in your mind you can't see beyond it. Because as the days and the weeks begin to unfold, folks, we're going to see what the real agenda is. 
the bigger the lie, the easier it is to get people to believe it because they can't believe that it would happen. They can't believe that there could be people involved, crisis actors. They can't believe that police are involved where they may not be. They may be fake police. They can't believe because they heard the uh, uh, police dispatch. That could be fake. Everything that is handed out is handed out to all the agencies, all the mainstream media, all at the same time. They all report the same thing. Where are their investigative journalists? Even though New York Times, in less than 24 hours, an area through the Strong Cities Initiative, and here's the bottom line, and this is the second to last thing I'm going to say about this, unless you have other questions or things that get me all worked up, is that the reason for this, the effect of it, excuse me, the effect of this is to say, take all the guns, squash the two bills on the Congress floor, and go back to Obama's illegal signing of the United Nations Small Arms Treaty, which he signed without the approval of Congress, which says all small arms are collected. Four, 14 of the 17 countries who have signed it have all had their weapons taken from their homes with UN troops helping the countries confiscate the guns. How come that was never reported anywhere? They want to do it in America. It's all set up to do it. And this is an opportunity for that. Whether that was done for that reason or not, we don't know. But we do believe that it wasn't the government and that Trump knows nothing about this because every time they do a government-sponsored one, they have the planes above the city intercepting the cell towers so that they can stop the videos from phones going out. The videos from phones conclusively prove every single one of them, folks, except the two from crisis actors that I saw, everyone said, it's firecrackers, it's fake. And then they finally said, no, it's coming from the speakers from behind the stage. And some people who were near Mandalay said it was coming from the fourth floor, the, the, the strobe and the sound, which is true. But nobody with a phone recorded anybody with a hole in them from a bullet, wounded being carried on stretchers, a single ambulance in motion. Okay, I, so who did President Trump visit in the hospital when he went to... Las Vegas. The pictures I saw were, looked as fake as can be. The lady with the wound on her neck that looks so friggin' happy to see Trump that that she she looks like she just stepped out of the beauty parlor. Okay. So they all had to sign non-disclosure forms to be crisis actors, and that included uh, whispering in the president's ear, "Hey, I'm a crisis actor. How did I do?" <laughs> well, the people who signed these things. Basically, it says they go to jail for the rest of their life and they'll never be heard of and they'll be fined and they'll come after their family for the fine. So they think they're going in for a little acting job and then when they get there, this is what's loaded This on is them. job security. These uh -huh. are the same actors going from city to city. Yeah. Okay? So when you look at the people who were doing uh, the he heroic activities, same people as always. It's Literally. True. It's Boston true. There were Massacre. a couple of pictures. I went, it's, I've it's, seen that woman. It's going to come several, out. Well, yes. you said it. You kept saying the picture of the guy helping the two girls run. Yes. Where have I seen that picture Because before? minutes before he had a hat on and he was helping other people run from the same no, exact spot. No, I've seen it in he another He was carrying a wounded woman and he is very, uh, looks a lot like uh, one of the he 